Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Techwitch, episode 108, Can't We All Just Get Along? Written by Trey Livingston. Story by Damian Taylor and Trey Livingston. Narration by Caitlin Martin. Whoosh. Water is thrust into a glass like a rocket booster before liftoff. Slap, slap, slap. Blam, blam, blam. Feet race across the kitchen tile. Then, down the wooden hallway, reaching the plush rug covering the stairs. Silence. Slightly winded, Brigitte slowly opens Lowell's bedroom door, only to be stunned and repulsed by the sight of Lowell kissing her best friend, Kylie. <sighs> the sound she makes is like an inverted vomit. Nothing comes out, but it sure feels like she inhaled something gross. Brigitte cringes and feels a sudden wave of anger she doesn't quite understand. She flings the door wide open. It bangs against the wall loudly. The sound gets Lowell and Kylie's attention. Startled, they jump apart. Still angry, Brigitte tries to calm down by relaxing her fists, completely forgetting about the glass she's holding. It slips out of her hand. Time seems to slow as all three freeze and stare at each other, awaiting the inevitable shatter when the glass hits the floor. Brigitte. What are you doing? Lowell. Brigitte! Brigitte. Ugh, gross. You guys... Kylie. Brigitte! Oh, I can't even bring myself to talk to you. Look! Lowell and Kylie say as they point near Brigitte's feet, where the water glass has frozen in mid-air along with a trail of water flowing out of it. Brigitte glances down at the glass of water before clenching her teeth and speaking slowly, intentionally, like a parent at the height of pissed-offness. Brigitte. A needle word with Lowell. Lowell. Bridge. Alone. As if summoned, a swirling wind stirs in the small room. Subtle at first, but quickly getting stronger with Brigitte's every breath. Loose pins roll off Lowell's desk. The dusty blinds sway. Pages of the book slowly flap, one after the other. Lowell places a reassuring hand on Kylie's shoulder. Go ahead, Kylie. Give us a sec. Kylie nods quickly to Lowell before walking towards the door, but when she tries to approach Brigitte, she's met with a glare. Get out of here now. Kylie hastily slides past her friend and looks back. She wants to say something, but Brigitte's expression is enough to keep her moving. Brigitte steps into the room. The supernatural wind slams the door shut behind her, sealing them in. 
What is wrong with you? Lola, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with you? Brigitte, one minute you're telling me Kylie can't be trusted. The next, you got your tongue down her throat? The wind intensifies. Anything not bolted down begins to shift. The desk and bed frame jolt as if rattled by a shockwave. Lola, I had a vision of Grandmère before waking up. She told me Kylie was someone I could save, I think. Brigitte, yeah, you sure look like you were saving her. What is it with guys and their fucking hero complexes? Lol. Wow, I'm getting really tired of having to put up with your bullshit. Last time I checked, you're not my mom. The TV and computer turn emitting warped static. The light bulbs and wall sockets spark and burst. Sparks swirl into the air as though they ride the wind around them, swirling into a vortex around Lowell. Brigitte, so that's how it is, huh? Bring it. Whoosh. Sparks crackle and pop as they fly towards Brigitte, like a stream of blazing fire. Brigitte closes her eyes as though she's bracing herself for impact. Yet when the sparks should connect, they're deflected, sent flying around the room by the wall of wind whipping around her like a sphere. Wind at Brigitte's command. Lowell sends more sparks. Brigitte increases the wind currents to throw them right back. They look into each other's eyes, Lowell's emanating a distinct magenta glow. Brigitte shining with an intense emerald sheen. The wind grows stronger. The sparks grow brighter. Brigitte, you just keep acting on whatever impulses pop into that tiny little head of yours. You never stop to think about consequences or anyone else. The room is about to be decimated amidst the battle when a voice cries out, Enough! Lowell and Brigitte's sparks and wind die out instantly as if someone flipped a switch. At the door stands good old mom and dad. Xavier and Luna take in the scene, wide-eyed, and jaws dropped. Xavier. Brigitte. Lowell. Your... magic? Luna. This changes everything. Lowell. We have a lot to tell you. Brigitte. No, we do not. Lowell. Brigitte. No. You can stay in chat, but I'm done cleaning up your messes. Every time I help you, I just get into even more trouble. I'm over it. Brigitte swipes the pile of clothes that have fallen onto Lowell's scanner and gestures for her parents to look at it. Ask Lowell about what he's doing with this fancy scanner, and maybe check out where it saves files to on his computer. She looks at Lowell's computer, the screen still fluttering with static. Huh, if it even still works. But what's another wasted endeavor to Lowell? With that, she swiftly storms past her parents, who are still dismayed by the chaos they've just witnessed. Meanwhile, Lowell is left speechless, not sure himself what just happened. Brigitte storms out the front door and down the steps towards her car as she fumbles around in her pockets for her keys. She checks her cell phone. There's a text from Kylie. Beyond frustrated, Brigitte fights the urge to toss the phone. She checks the message. Can we talk? Please? Brigitte texts back. Sure. Kylie instantly responds. Come by. A little while later, Brigitte walks up the driveway to Kylie's house. She sees Kylie standing in the middle of the open garage. Brigitte's cell phone dings wildly with incoming text messages. The lock screen shows they're all coming from Lowell. She powers down her phone. Brigitte. If you're actually serious about getting together with my brother, 
Might I suggest dating a rock instead? Brigitte sets the phone down on a nearby freezer and looks up to see Kylie standing completely still. More than that, motionless, with her back to her. Kylie, you better start talking because I have tons I gotta say to you. A gust of wind rushes in. Brigitte's powers? Wait. No. The garage door slams shut behind her. Brigitte spins her head around to look at the garage door, then looks back at Kylie, who suddenly is standing directly in front of her. Kylie is looking face down at the ground with her hair obscuring her face. Something is off. Brigitte starts to feel uneasy and takes a step backwards. Kylie? Kylie's hair raises up to reveal light purple skin, like a fresh bruise covered in a web of porcelain-like cracks. And a face. A face that more closely resembles Kylie's dad, Jean. The face smiles, showcasing rows of razor-sharp teeth. It speaks with a voice that sounds like Jean's as well, but paired with a distinct hiss. You're mine. The creature raises its arms. They extend to the corners of the garage and sprout slimy tendrils that swirl all around Brigitte, like hundreds of snakes. The darkness engulfs Brigitte, leaving behind nothing but silence and a faint shadow in the now empty garage. To be continued. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.